Hashtag SFM Talking Point. All right, we continue the conversation on the talking point for this hour. Um, we're joined by Advocate Ganyani Matibe, who is the Chief Director Strategy and Policy in the Office of the Chief Master. And it comes as the Justice Department will be uh, launching the Master's Deceased Estate Online Registration um, System. That system is expected uh, to come into effect from next week. That's when it's expected uh, to be launched. Advocate Matibe, good morning to you. Thanks for your time this morning. Good morning, Kathy, and good morning to your listeners. So, of course, many people know the difficulty that there is when it comes to managing um, estates of, 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 of the deceased. Tell us about some of the challenges that you've experienced over the years that have led to this being the solution. Yes, Kathy, um, I think a lot of our clients uh, countrywide have experienced challenges of long queues in the master's office. They've experienced uh, challenges where we are unable to assist them in terms of documentation. They come to the master's office, they do not have the right documentation, and we send them back, which leads to repeat visits to the master's office. Additionally, we've had challenges where because we worked on a manual system, documents then would be misplaced, lost, and we would have to start de novo with the application or the reporting of an estate. And at that time, clients might not even have those documents anymore. So there's several challenges that then led us to develop an online deceased um, estate registration system because when a death happens, at that time, you don't really be wanting to stand, to stand in front of, of, of uh, an administrator um, at that time. So you would want to do it in the comfort of your home. What, you know, when we talk about the launch of, of, of the system that we're expecting next week, what is it that people can expect they will be able to do on the system? What the system does, it takes the processes that had been um, executed in the master's office and it gives them to our clients. What they can expect on the system is they need to register themselves on the system. Why would you need to register yourself? It's because you need to confirm through validations with the Department of Home Affairs what the relationship of the applicant is to the deceased. So once they're registered on the system, they are a user, they would be able to report an estate. Their estate is reported in a simplistic manner where you through the ID of the deceased, we also validate that indeed their status as per home affairs is that they are deceased and not alive, and that the next of kin of the deceased is then they are then taken care of in the event that there is no will that has been executed by the deceased. We will follow a different procedure. What they would expect from the system is that they would get all forms that they would originally, normally, ordinarily, they would they would have to ask for these forms in the master's office, complete them manually, and hand them over. In this instance, once they've completed the registration of an estate, those forms would automatically be generated by the system, and they just need to sign and upload them into the system. 
where it is a simplest state such that there is a will, there is clarity in terms of um, the, the, the heirs of the estate, in terms of who the executor is, it becomes a simplistic process in terms of dealing with that. And a letter of executorship or authority would be generated and sent to them via email or via a, 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 an SMS, depending on the method of communication that they would have chosen to communicate with the master's office. What are the security systems that you have put in place? And I'm talking now as cybersecurity to safeguard the service because on the one hand, there is um, you know, security from an operational point of view to ensure that you don't have fraudsters that take advantage of the fact that the system is online and therefore... Um, you know, that could compromise some of the checks and balances um, that would exist perhaps if you're meeting somebody face to face? So there would still be human intervention in the process, Cathy. What we've done is we've built a front end. So that is not the engine of our system. The engine of our system is in the back end where we'd then be interacting. What we've built for clients to interact with us is just in a form of a front end, which does not in any way then store that information there on, on, on the front end. There's a back end system. In the back end system, once there's a submission, the human intervention comes in the form of an estate controller who would still validate that the information in front of them, who's a legally trained person, the information is in front of them is correct, number one, it's complete, and that the people who are claiming or who are registering that estate should be the people that, um, in terms of the law, in terms of the act, should, uh, are supposed to claim or, 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 or report an estate. So there are checks and balances. But additionally, what we've built in into our letters of authority is a QR code, which is a quick response code, because it has become prevalent over the, uh, the past years that letters that are issued by the master's office are fraudulently manipulated uh, to commit fraud in deceased estate. So we have built in a QR code, which is embedded in a letter of authority, that would tell a, a, a banking, uh, 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 the banking industry uh, life assurance uh, policy uh, uh, to say, this is the person that's been appointed because it links directly with our system, and it would tell you whether that letter is still valid at that point or not. So effectively what you're saying is before somebody is um, perhaps granted access to be the executor of a, of a particular estate, that process wouldn't, it, the process would not get there without there having been any human interaction between those that have applied and officials of the department. That's correct, Cathy. Uh, Once they've applied, first they are, they, the first validation is with the system at home affairs. So you will see that there are three categories of people or, or uh, entities that can register on our estate. It's individuals in their individual capacity uh, related to the deceased. It is legal practitioners who act on behalf of, of, of clients and their information is validated against the legal practice council. That is to say that the public against bogus attorneys that would want to uh, fraudulently um, act in this, in this industry. The third 
is the banking industry, fiduciary professionals, and last key is accountants. All of them validated through SIPSIS or through the Legal Practice Council in the event of individuals is validated against home affairs. Once those validations, that's the first pass, once you pass those validations, it still requires human intervention to look apply the law, and once they are, they are happy with what is in front of them, only then would it be taken to an assistant master for approval and an issue of a letter for executorship or authority. One of the issues that, that the Justice Department has had to deal with over the last um, couple of years has been the issue of a data breach, and in particular when it comes to strengthening its IT systems to prevent or reduce the vulnerability to hackers. Um, When you move a system like this online, of course, that means that um, while it presents great opportunity, there's also the added risk. What has been put in place to ensure that this data is going to be um, secure and that we won't have a situation of another data breach? Thank you, Cassie. I'm not an IT expert. Uh, I'm merely a, a client in this regard. But what I can tell you is, as I had initially said, the interaction between the system and the public is with just a front end. So the data that is on that system would be stored on a different system hosted on the cloud in a secure manner. And I think at a later stage, we can even ask um, our CIO, who is well-versed on that subject, to come and discuss the security measures that have been put in place. But I have been assured that the data will be secure, will be protected, and will be in terms of the information regulator's requirements. When does the system go live? It goes live on the 10th of October. All right. Next Tuesday. All right. That is Advocate Ganyani Matibe. You heard there. Um, this is the Masters Deceased Estate Online Registration System. Um, it is. It kicks into effect from next week, Tuesday. So um, you can start using it. I guess either from Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll give it a run and see how well things are working in that regard. And it certainly will make life so much easier for so many people across the country. Well, on that note, we've come to the end of our time together. It's never easy to say goodbye, but it must happen. But don't worry, I'm back tomorrow. And when I come back tomorrow, Yanush told you, it is the Friday wind down. So we have the best times on Fridays. Coming up at noon is the update at noon and understand that the team will be coming live from Messina today uh, where the Border Management Authority has been launched. For now, it's time for the book reading.